It's Thursday, December 1, 2011. This is basically off the charts. Historic heat wave in Texas turns historic drought into the worst in at least a century. We haven't confirmed that it's ours, but we're acting like it is. Meet this week's newest oil spill, now in Colorado. The economic losses are greater in the developed countries. The fatalities are in the developing countries. Global warming means extreme weather disasters are going to cost a lot more. One step forward, two steps back in the U.N. climate negotiations. Plus, House Republicans win another courageous battle in the fight against imaginary regulations. I don't make these things up. I just collect them as I go around the country. Actually, Newt Gingrich, yes, yes you do make them up. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I hope you're uh, you're going out to Home Depot or something, Brad. Me? Me, Steve Doozy? Because coming up on January the 1st, uh, the government is essentially getting rid of incandescent light bulbs. Actually, they're essentially not. But thanks for the tip, Steve. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, the windicane, the wind apocalypse out here in Los Angeles continues with gusts up to 100 miles per hour overnight. Yes. W- what's going on? Well, it is considered an unusual wind event, according to the National Weather Service. It knocked out power to Los Angeles Airport and closed schools and businesses around the area. The National Weather Service says this happens actually about every five to ten years. Now, on to the news. On Tuesday, the already historic drought in Texas was officially declared the worst in a century and is expected to last at least through next summer, according to Texas state climatologist John Nielsen Gammon, who says it's shaping up to be the worst drought to hit the region in a thousand years. Based on past history, you wouldn't expect to see happen in maybe 500 or 1,000 years. This will become, for them, the drought of record. Is that the same John Nielsen Gammon, Texas state climatologist, who State Governor Rick Perry has not talked to about this historic drought? That is correct. He hasn't talked to him about the drought or about climate change. I'm going to vote for him for president. It's this week's newest oil spill now in Colorado. Well, we're assuming the material is ours. We, we're, we haven't confirmed that it's ours, but we're acting like it is. That was Suncor Vice President John Gallagher on an oil seep that was discovered on Sunday adjacent to Suncor's oil refinery in Colorado, contaminating a creek that feeds into drinking water supplies for the city of Denver. It's adjacent to his oil refinery, but he's not sure if the product is his. That's correct. Okay. Officials have not yet determined the cause of the leak, when the leak began, or how much oil has spilled into the creek, but the regional EPA office says it poses no long-term health hazards. It was mine. I put it there. Republicans in the House of Representatives are working hard to block imaginary regulations, passing new rules to stop the Environmental Protection Agency from regulating farm dust, explained here by Republican presidential candidate Newt Gingrich. And so they were looking at dust regulations for agriculture. So if you drive down a dirt road in a pickup truck, the odds are reasonably high that the stuff coming up behind you is called dust. (laughs) And you have these people from the EPA going, you don't understand. This is particulate matter. Here it is on page whatever of the Clean Air Act. I just said to Tim, I don't make these things up. I just collect them as I go around the country. 
Except he is making it up. The EPA has repeatedly stated for years that they are not regulating farm dust and have no intention of regulating farm dust. In that same speech, Newt called the EPA a bunch of self-selected radicals imposing their will on the economy. Projecting much, Newt? Climate scientists with the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change briefed international negotiators on the rapidly increasing costs associated with more frequent extreme weather disasters at the United Nations International Climate Summit underway this week and next in Durban, South Africa. As extreme events have happened in different countries, the economic losses are greater in the developed countries. The fatalities are in the developing countries. The climate negotiations are determining whether nations will commit to another round of the Kyoto Protocol Treaty, which expires next year. But the U.S. climate envoy to the talks, Todd Stern, says that is unlikely. Japan, Russia and Canada have all said no. Australia is not clear yet. Instead, the U.S. and other rich nations are pushing for a roadmap to create a new agreement that would not come into effect until 2020, a scenario that U.N. scientists warn will be too late to keep global temperatures within safe levels. Seems like they could save a lot of money by not having these conferences at all. If they're not going to come to any agreement, maybe so. For more on all of our stories today and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. We rely on you to stay on your public airwaves. Don't forget, you can download us anytime for free at iTunes and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Every-